Good day, Dan. It's Bev here from The Bev Show in Australia. Hope you're doing well. I heard on the Chicago Bulls podcast, Zero Doinks, you were talking about rugby and the All Blacks, and you couldn't seem to tell the difference between Australia and New Zealand. Now, when I was told this, I was flabbergasted, and I still am. How could you not tell the difference between Australia and New Zealand? They're both countries. New Zealand and Australia are big rivals in rugby. What is going on, mate? Everyone knows that. How could you not tell the difference? Seriously, get a grip. Pull your head in. Australia and New Zealand are separate countries. Um, I'll tell you what, if you do it again, we might have to send you to the uh, the sin bin um, for a bit of a time out. Uh, but anyway, hopefully I've cleared it up for you. All the best with the podcast and uh, look forward to speaking to you soon. Cheers. on this episode of Zero Doinks. It is August. That means it's training camp time. We actually have some Bears news for the first time in a while. It's going to be red hot. Also, Hams and Ted is back as baseball is still happening mostly for the league. It's definitely happening for the White Sox and the Cubs. We will talk all about it. Hams and Bread will be back again this episode as there's lots of sports gambling fun to speak about. Bands and Eggs is back again with the gentleman from North Carolina. It is going to be awesome. Plus, much, much more, including a surprise Big Ten Minutes coming up on this episode. Zedoics! Zero doinks, zero doinks, zero doinks, zero doinks, zero doinks, zero doinks, zero doinks. They added former second-round pick Adam Shaheen in exchange for a 2021 sixth-round pick. Zedikes, thank you so much for joining us. We are so, so excited to jump back in here a little over a week after the last episode because there's a lot of Red Hot Bears news, including somebody no longer on the team, Dan Doinks. How are you tonight, and how do you feel about the biggest news the Bears have had in a long time? Oh, I start off with a burp there, so you're welcome. Yes, I'm great. You look handsome. Shaheen is gone. Everything is good. COVID is gone as well, so football can start. <laughs> We're ready to roll. Let's fucking roll. Yes, yes, and in, in case you missed the news and did not hear the magical intro that I tried to cobble together. Adam Shaheen gone for at least 
a seventh round pick, possibly a sixth, depending on, I don't really know, I guess if he makes the roster opening day for Miami. Um, where were you? This is a where were you moment, Dan, when you heard the news that Adam Shaheen, not only gone from the Bears, but Ryan Pace actually got something for him. Unreal that we got anything for that sausage leg son of a bitch. It was like a Saturday night. It was like a Friday or Saturday night. I can't remember. And I saw it come across one of the local Bears guys, maybe John's, Adam John's. Adam, may I use your John? Uh, I think and I took a screenshot and sent it to you. Yep. I feel like you said, nah, I, don't, I don't believe it or something along yep. the lines of like, yep. you're telling a lie. So I'd convinced myself that I just got <laughs> I just got duped on Twitter. So I had to scan through it and it ended up being true. I I don't I think I blacked out. I don't know where I was. Oh, healthy. So I don't know. How about you? Was did I break the news to you? You then? did. You broke the news to me, and I I you're right. I thought you got trolled by a fake Adam. Can I use your John's Twitter handle? <laughs> um, let me let me run this by you. So I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday night either. I'm I'm always drunk, but Saturday night I dreamt that Adam Shaheen turned into a pass-catching machine for Miami. If that happens, how would you feel? It's not going to happen. Like, this literally is an impossible scenario. He, I, I think we all just make excuses for him because he was like, oh, he was injured. When he wasn't injured, he was terrible. There was nothing to suggest he was good. We don't have, like, college footage to suggest he was good, right? I, honestly... I'm upset. Yeah, obviously everyone's upset with Ryan Pace taking Mitch where he did. I think Adam Shaheen in the second round is his worst pick in and Bears history. Like that's there's no excuse for that. Taking a shitty tight end out of D two school. I, I don't even know where he went to school. Mm-hmm. Hey, get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Get yeah. out of here, Shaheen. There's no he's way he's going to be good. There's no way he's going to be good. I mean, yeah. he runs slow. He can't block. He can't catch. He can't stay healthy. He can't stand on his feet when he's standing on the sideline. He's not funny. He has too many guns. He sucks. Adam Shaheen, you're gone. See ya. Kiss our ass. Not going to miss you at all. Hopefully you make the team so we get a six-round pick. A uh, fuck you. Ryan Pace will flip that six into 14 sevens. That's what he'll do. <laughs> no, he actually, that's the opposite of what he does. Uh, before I forget... Did you, what's your response to the, uh, the intro, Jacob Beavis, the, uh, the, the Aussie that was really calling you out about all of your confusion with the all blacks and Australia and New Zealand and all that. He really read you the riot act. You know, I, I respect it. I deserved it. I, the way that he talks when, even when they're giving you shit, it's just adorable. It's just absolutely adorable and makes me want to. Just hug all New Zealanders and Australians because I don't know the difference. And just squeeze them because they're so adorable the way they talk. I don't think it's so adorable if they toss you in the sin bin, though, you dirty bastard. It's so the sin bin. I feel like it's like you should be had. It's like that's like a confessional box, right? It's where you do oh confession, boy. the sin bin. Oh no. boy. A little too mm. early for that. Uh, well i think the saints tried to help out the church for some reason that's a weird story gross saints they are having a terrible off season drew Brees and the catholic church yeesh pick up a book (laughs) 
<laughs> but not the good book. Um, what? I don't really understand where I was going there. Uh, all right. So back to some Bears talk. Um, big, the biggest news outside of Adam Shaheen being traded was Eddie Goldman opting out for this season due to reasons they didn't really go into detail with, but that's okay. It's not okay for the Bears, but it's okay that he did that, right? It's okay to be dis- disappointed that he's going to be out, but not be mad at him for making that decision. I think we've made it pretty clear. If anyone wants to opt out, you, if you're giving that person shit, you suck at life. Like it's it's gonna it's gonna sting. It's gonna hurt that defense. Uh, but Bilal Nichols is gonna have to step up right and take his role, and I feel okay about that. He's he's good. So, but I, it, you can't be mad at him. But I mean, what, what were your thoughts? Yeah, same. I was I was totally bummed just from a Bears fan perspective. But no, I mean, you can't be mad at a guy for that. Uh, I was very mad that Jordan Lucas today opted out, the special teamer that we signed in the offseason. No, I wasn't mad at all. <laughs> I it's hard to hard to miss somebody that you'd never really got to know. I am to be honest. I saw that come across, and I like I don't know who that is. <laughs> so. <laughs> I yeah, it had no that good for him. I don't know what his reasons are, but can't be mad at him. No, and it opens the door for Sherrick McManus to play for the thirtieth straight year for the for the Bears. So good for Sherrick. What about the rumor that um well one, there was pretty strong rumor that Foles was actually gonna opt out. And then I don't know if you and I made up the rest of that or if we someone else said it, but what if Foles and Trubisky both opt out this year. I, I'll be honest, that would be hilarious. It would be just, and then Tyler Bray just catches fire. And they're sixteen and zero. Um, yeah, that it would have been hilarious. I felt better when both of them did a Zoom press conference and Mitch with his backwards hat just kind of, you know, playing the, ooh, I hear all the media criticism, but it lit a fire under me. And then Nick Foles with his with his bucket hat, you know, cool as a cucumber, but that's not the only cucumber that was cool if you catch my drift, Dan. I wouldn't call it his cucumber cool. I mean, that thing's got to be scorching hot in those trousers, if that's what you're getting at. We're on the same page there. That that hat looked real dumb on him, though. I mean, is he yeah. intentionally trying to, like, distract from everyone thinking he has a big penis by looking like a weirdo? I think so. Yeah, I think it, it probably makes him feel weird, but it makes his wife not feel weird. <laughs> um, he looks like Beck. That's who he looks like to me. The singer? Rod Beck? <laughs> the shooter. Dead. Too I think, soon. right? Yeah. yeah, he died. He died. Yeah, like, uh, you know, I can't think of any Beck songs right now, but I'm a loser, baby. That whatever, right? That did. Yeah, you got it. You nailed it. Isn't you he um, it. in that weird religion in Utah? Not Mormonism. No offense to our Utah listeners. Scientology. Thank you. Scientology, which is probably not based out of Utah. So no, you I'm made that up. No, they're they like an L.A. base. That's a big Tom Cruise thing. Yeah, he. Uh, I think he's a Scientologist, so that's weird. Um, <laughs> other opt-outs in the NFL. <laughs> Big names. Damian Williams, running back, Kansas City. He was awesome last year, not playing yep. this year. Uh, C.J. Mosley, linebacker for the Jets. That 
ruin their defense immediately. Uh, I felt better about Eddie Goldman once the Vikings nose tackle, the newly signed Michael Pierce, opted out like an hour after that happened. So fuck you, Vikings. Yep, fuck you. No offense. Uh, Patrick Chung was the other one that I wrote down as a guy that I've heard of. Um, Devin Funches for the mm, Packers. Yes. That was yes. was that today or that was recently, right? That was recently, mm-hmm. and Packers fans on Twitter were pissed. I don't know if you saw any of that. No, but that's not surprising at all. Like mad at him or just yes, mad at okay. him. That's a total Wisconsin response. Yeah. You know, wear a mask, Wisconsin. Seriously, Let's just get it out of the way. Put a mask on. Yeah, you gave all the Cardinals COVID, which I. That's not cool. I hate the Cardinals, but that wasn't cool. No, I. I I don't even know what COVID is. I thought you were talking about wearing a mask just because they're all a bunch of fucking uglies. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Too much cheese. No offense Kim to J- our... <laughs> Kim Jong-un and his fat face because of cheese. That's right. Uh, if you're listening to our show and you live in Wisconsin, you are not ugly. So I just want to clarify. You're gorgeous. Um, the opt-out deadline is going to be Thursday or Friday, so we will be on needles and pins to see if Eddie Pinheiro opts out and we have to do another kicker competition. Oh, God. Yeah, it's hard to predict of who will, who's on the fence. I, there was a lot of – there was hot rumor like a week ago that there was an offensive player who was going to opt out, and that has yet to happen. Uh, who do you think – I mean, I don't know who that would be. <laughs> that's, that's I, when the, I think that's when the Foles <laughs> – Rumor started, and he squashed that. Hmm. Is actually, Bradley Sowell still on the team? I, ho- uh, I hope so. Wait, I mean, would it be – I had like a – I started thinking about it. What if it was Allen Robinson just because he was pissed about his contract situation? Oof. If he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to opt out just to be a dick. <laughs> oh, God. I would not be happy about that. No. Are you happy about that burp that I just laid down? sort of stunned me it was beautiful too many hams um the covid list that which is kind of weird right that there's i guess it's the true it's true with any sport i suppose it started off with uh potential eddie goldman replacement john jenkins but he's back apparently he recovered quickly um i'm sure you saw that matt stafford and gardner Minshew are on that list Hmm. i'm not surprised about Minshew. i missed I missed the Gardner one, but yeah, that's not surprising at all. No. He's just tongue-kissing gators down in Jacksonville. Shout out, Kevin. Kevin K. That's right. Almost said your full name. Sorry. Whoops. Keep your tongue out of Gardner's mouth, Kevin. Don't do it. It's tempting. Don't lick his mustache. Um, Doug Peterson has COVID. I want to know your thoughts about Doug Peterson getting COVID. Well, I imagine Dan Pompey immediately Googled, can you get COVID from 69ing another man? Because that could be a problem for him. Uh, yeah, Doug Peterson seems all right. I hope he's okay. Yeah. I just, But I can't think of Doug Peterson, not think of Dan Pompey and get a little angry. So, um, you know, Dan, if you're listening to this, please unblock me on Twitter so I can ask you again if you 69 Doug Peterson. That's definitely one of my favorite moments from the 2019 season. Oh, speaking of which, do you know that we, as a show, are celebrating our first anniversary on August 9th? Did you know that? August 9th, right around the corner. Holy shit. That's awesome. Hams. 
<laughs> wow. I I got you a ring. This is <laughs> promise <laughs> ring. Uh this is a big week for you. You may have a birthday coming up this week as well. Holy shit, everything's coming up. William Oinks. Whoa. <laughs> it's true. Uh yes, I finally am of age. So any listeners if you want to get frisky, don't have to worry about the cops. <laughs> uh, so camp started. Um, Nagy and Pace, they did a preseason press conference that was boring as hell. Pace said the word excited like 14 times. They were. He talked a lot about the square footage at the new Hallis Hall. Kind of weird. And they also he also kind of bragged that like the Bears have the safest situation as anybody in the league which that's gonna backfire isn't it that's totally yeah, gonna backfire well, i don't i i didn't see that but what did, what did he mean by that i i have no idea like wait okay you're doing temperature checks and like what else like, it, it's a goddamn virus not much you can do you dumb ass but nice haircut is he counting virginia's chapel in Hallis hall is like that's keeping the COVID away Mm-hmm. Have you seen have you seen the televangelist guys who like speak in tongues and call oh, yeah. COVID away? I imagine that's what's happening in that chapel in Hallis Hall. Just old white guys shouting at COVID, telling it to go away. <laughs> George McCaskey is screaming, screaming up to the high heavens. Um, do you think Virginia visits the sin bin? Are you asking me if I would visit her in the sin bin for a lifetime of season tickets? Call back to estrogen and eggs? Yes. Yes, yes she does. On the daily. Excellent. That's excellent. Um, back to uh, the quarterback <laughs> quarterback competition. Did you read, uh, I think it was Adam Johns, that Mitch worked with a private coach this offseason on his footwork and his mechanics, a guy that's worked with Mahomes and others. Uh, I have a lot of questions about that. First of all, oh, what the fuck took so long? Second yeah. of all, is there even a point to it? No, and this is the same. You know, It immediately made me think of last year when we read probably an Adam Johns article about how Adam Shaheen was doing jujitsu or karate and how that was going to improve his game and also help him not get injured. I, I think that's there's a, definitely a pattern for guys who are on on the way out on the tail end of their career, and they do something like, "Oh, I'm doing something finally to to distract you from the fact that I suck." And that sort of that article and this sort of path of him now working with this quarterback guru, I I think it's bullshit. Yeah, I think so too. I think last year was the kicker guru, if you recall that, you know, and that yep. that obviously worked wonders. Um, I don't know why I'm so burpy tonight. These hams are just they are slapping right now. It's because you're almost forty. Yeah, it's right. I only have a few more hours left of in being my thirties. What happens when I'm forty? Does my dick just fall off immediately? You I don't get, know what that has to do with burping. I don't either. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to immediately get COVID when I turn 40. That is my birthday gift from Virginia McCaskey. Um, 
Did you see any pictures or video of Mitch and Foles whipping the ball around the yard this past Sunday when they had like those kind of like those neck masks? Like they look like something that you wear when you go skiing. Did you see any of that? I didn't even realize they were on the field yet. I'm very confused by how this whole training camp works. Nope. Nope. I didn't see a minute of it. I'm the same way. I honestly didn't. I don't even know when the official start of camp was. It was. I thought it was just like rookies reporting, but it seemed like the quarterbacks were there. No, I'm very confused, and it's weird that they're not uh, in Bourbon A. The timing actually worked out great for them to leave Bourbon A, right? They yes. can be contained in Lake, the Lake Forest area. No, I'm, I'm as confused as you are what what the coverage will look like i imagine it'll just be a mystery right with no no kind of real preseason and we'll just have to take Nagy's word for it which we previously discussed we do not trust so <laughs> it's true i don't know i don't know what to make it's very strange times and especially with camp i know the players seem fairly upset with safety how safety's being handled i think odell beckham came out today kind of against playing as a whole, just kind of shitting on owners. So, I mean, that'll. I think it'll be interesting leading up to the season what how players feel and how they sort of fight back. I don't think they have a ton of power because the owners are just going to say, you know what, just run it out there. We'll pay in a lawsuit later. Yes, that was one of my favorite takes from last episode from you where it's like, eh, just, you know, you, you, I don't think you're running that hot. I think you're fine. Just get back <laughs> out there. That was great. Um, speaking of surprises, the athletic had their QB tiers article come out, uh, which gave all of us tiers in Chicago. This is what kicked off zero doings almost a year ago, uh, where we absolutely were fired up that Mitch was not ranked higher in the QB tier article care to share. Did you read it? First of all, and if so, do you care to share where, either of our quarterbacks going into this year are ranked uh i did not read the entire thing i just scanned until i got to where the bears quarterbacks landed and i'll give you spoiler alert i had to scroll all the way to the bottom of the article (laughs) because that's where they landed and it i'll be honest it's hard to argue with it i mean uh not good I mean, I continue to feel worse and worse about our quarterback situation as as we, you know, jump into camp here. But, yeah, it was bad. What were your thoughts? Yeah, uh, can you refresh my memory as to who was ranked higher? I feel like it was Foles, but even if it was, I don't think it was by a whole hell of a lot. Do you remember? I, you know what? That's a good question. <laughs> I want to. I, I feel like they lumped them together. I don't even know that they – specified one or the other i think they were collectively tied for last yeah yeah they if they weren't last you're right it was it was right at the bottom and i think it was funny some of the some of the um anonymous quotes i know one was just ripping on foals like he he needs absolutely everything to be perfect for him to even be an average quarterback essentially and then mitch uh the most damning i thought was we were, I don't know if it was a D coordinator or whoever that went against him last year, where it basically said he was, it was very easy to confuse him and to trick yeah. him. I yeah. mean, it's like, God damn it. That's not, it's not surprising to hear, but, but it hurts. 
Yeah, and then I think there was another line about, well, he's not even that athletic on his feet. Like, he's not even that fast. Like, there's it's literally... Like, fuck you. No, fuck you, but, man. But but did you, re- <laughs> but did you read it and go, well, that's not true? I mean, that's what we did last year. We're like, this no. is bullshit. And this year, it's no. like, fuck, that's kind of all right. Yeah. No, I... I... I know. I, how can how could we logically argue with any of that? We just, you know, just hope that one of them is inspired by this very weird quarterback competition and and actually is competent enough to, uh, I guess, to manage the game. We're we're pretty much back to where we've been our whole life as Bears fans, aren't we? Just don't pretty fuck much. it up for the defense. I mean, this is all the more reason why we should have probably taken a fucking quarterback. Even late in the just as a fucking take a flyer on it, man. I mean, I this this just we're we're regressed. We're literally in the we're literally last in in the eyes of our peers. Not our peers. We're not in the fucking <laughs> league. But nope. It's it's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. So I don't know. This is this is gonna be this is do or die for Pace. He's just gotta get into Virginia's chapel, if you will, and say a few prayers that someone pans out. Oh, wow. That's that's an image. Um, you had to make a very difficult phone call this week, I believe, to the desk of Ted Phillips. Do you care to share your feelings about S- said sweaty, things? Sweaty Teddy. Yeah, he sweat all over the phone. Uh, yeah, interesting turn of events. The Bears sort of been bouncing back and forth on how to handle season tickets. And they just went ahead and probably the right move just went ahead and canceled all season tickets this year uh so you know it would have been a pain in the ass if you were going to have fans which are seems pretty unlikely you're going to have any i mean baseball doesn't even seem to be trending that way i mean even the configuration of wrigley and some other like they've just set up like fucking tents in the stands for media or i don't know what the purpose is of those the players are spread out so you know canceling all the season tickets made sense the only different, you know, the only decision to make was: do you do the get the full refund, or do you apply a credit to next year? I I don't know that anybody cares. I just took the. <laughs> I was like, just give me my money back, because who knows what's going to happen next year? I mean, we're going to be in the same bullshit next year, and uh, I don't know. You know, it it's it really didn't matter, kind of how to, whether to push it to next year. Or, you know. It's it's it really doesn't matter. I'm just glad not to have to like go through each week and figure out how you're getting tickets. And there's a a, a part of me that would have felt guilty in some way if I like got the tickets and went to the game and got sick or got someone else sick. And so this kind of just takes it out of my hands. Now, I will say the other caveat was that no matter what, like so if they do sell tickets this year, um, I think they only offer them to season ticket holders, and that's throughout the whole stadium. So I think technically it's like first dibs, but, I mean, you got 60-some thousand, I'm pretty sure, and you can only have 20%. Those will get scooped up by season ticket holders. But I, I don't see that happening. What do, you, do you think we'll have any fans this year? No, I don't. I I thought a couple months ago my opinion might have been a little different, but I think even if – even if the state bounces back and and you know smushes the the percentage of infection rate down, I think Chicago is just a different story too, right? I mean, right. I, I don't think Mayor Lightfoot has any interest in rolling the dice. So, 
Um, no, I don't think so. I think he made the right move as, t- as, as painful as it might have been for you. I think it was the right call. Yeah, it just was. It just bummed me out. Just the the idea of it all. Like it just was one of the just the realization that everything's fucked up, and you know, I just want football to happen. I'm I, I'm feeling less and less optimistic about that in general that that's going to happen. But the college football things is what makes me uneasy. It's like they they I don't see any way they get those guys off the ground. Then it just could be a domino effect, like the NBA. You know, Rudy Gobert gets co. You know, he's like the first person to get COVID in sports, and then everything's just shut down. I could see something similar happening, and it seems like baseball's trending in a dangerous direction as well. So, oh, fuck, Bill. <laughs> well, I, you know, I I know I'm pretty sure fresh after that phone call to the desk of sweaty Teddy Phillips, I thought I saw you in a photograph at the White House behind Brian Urlacher or Mike oh. Singletary. I couldn't I couldn't quite make out who was back there, but I think that was you, right? Do we do we do politics on this podcast? I, I feel Not like, totally. Okay. Ex Bears uh coaches, players are on a hot run right now of being very pro MAGA. And I think if you listen to this podcast, you could probably guess which way, I'll speak for myself, which way I lean in that conversation. And, you know, Mike Mike Ditka, I mean, I think I <laughs> that old fucker, like, still doing the, like, don't take a knee during the anthem bullshit. Are you fucking kidding me, old man? Go to your restaurant and take a hot dump and get the fuck out of my face. so you know and i you know erlocker jumped in the mix with ditka like yeah like almost like yes finally someone speaking the truth it's like shut up erlocker just shut up and somehow singletary got in the mix and i think trump posted a picture of he and mike singletary like what the and mike looked like he was maybe being held hostage so yeah yeah that that might have been from like 1996 (laughs) or something right it could have been very suspicious been. of that. He looked. He looked like he was just fresh off of signing like eight thousand footballs at a convention. Yeah. So I, it was a weird week for that sort of Bears stuff and people who are not in my life who are, who hate the Bears were sending me all that shit just to just to poke fun at me and <laughs> you know I don't need it. The, the the Ditka thing shook me up more than anything. I mean. It's just I, annoying. I, yeah, and if 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 you if you're if you're a MAGA guy, like I'm not, I'm not gonna hate you for that. But if you're still pulling the Drew Brees, Mike Ditka, like disrespecting the troops thing with the knee, like you're just an idiot. Then you're just a fucking idiot. So that that really got under my skin. Yeah. You got any thoughts on that? Me. No, I I fully agree. And uh, spoiler alert to our listeners: you're gonna hear a red-hot question about that topic during this episode's Fans and Eggs with a gentleman from North Carolina who knows a lot more about that topic than either Dan Doinks, myself, or Mike Ditka. Um, That is correct. So lastly, to close out this segment, I don't know if you saw Dan, but it turns out that Brian Hanley might be onto something. Arlington Park (laughs) says that the land... 
is probably going to get sold. What do you think? Is this all shaping up to a future soldier field in the suburbs? What do you think? What What did we say? What year? We were in like 2042 or something. What was it? I think a little, I think like 30s. 2030. Yeah, the, the late 2030s. <laughs> yeah, I'm still not buying it. It doesn't logistically make sense. I think they're, but other news with Arlington, right? They're, they're kicking off a sports book, I think, uh, in that area at the at the racetrack i think it's more of a better spot for a casino than uh a fucking <laughs> the new soldier the horses field. oh okay picture picture traffic you fucks i don't see it but i know that's something we gotta wait and see what when we're in our 50s yeah no i can't wait to to touch on that during <laughs> year 20 of zero doing so we're <laughs> celebrating that anniversary what are you gonna get for me then when we're when we're doing that that year Probably a Walker. Okay, I appreciate Texas that. Texas Ranger, Greg, Greg Walker. <laughs> nope, I went Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> okay, you yeah, are a big uh, Chuck Norris guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that concludes some Bears and NFL talk. Next up, Hams and Ted, because we gotta talk some baseball. See you next segment. Arlington Racetrack. Hey. The last thing you want to hear when you need your auto insurance most is... Thank you for calling. Please listen to your list of 46 possible service options. Which is why when you choose USAA Auto Insurance, you'll get great service that is easy and reliable. 24-7 online service for claims, access to roadside assistance, and more. All at the touch of a button. Start getting the service you deserve. Get a quote today. Ability to receive a quote depends on membership eligibility. Membership eligibility and product restrictions apply and are subject to change. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates, San Antonio, Texas. Here we go. Hams, 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 and Ted. 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 Baseball talk. Here we go. Hams and Ted. Here we go. That's maybe my favorite intro that we do of the thousand intros you do, Bill. I love that one big time. All right. Hams and Ted, a little baseball talk. Baseball's red hot. Uh, fun summer-ish for our teams. Why don't we start with the Sox? What's going on with them? They've been a bit up and down. Bill, give it to us. Okay. No problem. Yeah, I was... Um I was bummed with how they started the year against the Twins and the Cleveland Indians, but they bounced back this past weekend, sweeping the Royals above 500 in the playoffs if the season ended today, which hopefully it won't, Cardinals and Marlins. Um, but no, it's it's been awesome. I still want Ricky Renteria fired, perhaps drawn and quartered and murdered on national television, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Their lineup is almost back to full strength with Nomar Mazara coming back off the COVID list. Uh, Tim Anderson's hurt, but didn't sound severe. They've lost a couple pitchers already, but, uh, you know, I guess that's to be expected with a weird 60-game sprint. So a good start for the Sox. Playoff bound, hopefully. Not as good a start as the Cubs, though, with new manager David Ross. They are in first place and looking very good doing it, don't you think, Dan? Well, they're definitely in first place, which is convenient when the next two teams behind you can't play because the Cardinals cannot stop getting COVID. But Cubs, you know, they're, they're, they're hitting the ball consistently, which is 
basically what we've been missing for three-ish years. The starting pitching, holy shit, is on fire. Outside of one really shitty U Darvish performance, Hendricks' second one was rough. They have been lights out. They've been the best in baseball. Uh, but as suspected, the bullpen is absolute trash. Craig <laughs> Kimbrell is done, Oof. and it's that's yeah. a situation where it's like, eh, we but maybe we'll give you another chance. But he is he is shot. I mean, you shouldn't. He didn't get shot. I mean, that would be bad. But if he wanted to opt out this year, I I don't think anybody would be upset by that, including the Cubs. So. Great start for the Cubs. They've they haven't played. You know they still got to play the White Sox. They got to play the Twins. The Twins, by the way, they're Ooh. still on roids. Like, can you they've got to be not get COVID from the roids? I mean, <laughs> holy shit, that team just hits bombs, right? Yes, they're they're crazy. It's they're the scariest team I think in the American League. Certainly in the AL Central, they're just. Their, their lineup's ridiculous, and you wouldn't, like, looking on paper, it's like, they're all right. Like, Max Kepler's really good, and they got that, you know, Nelson Cruz has been around for 9,000 years, definitely on steroids. Definitely. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, but, no, they are frightening, but not as frightening as Louis Robert, Robert La Pantera. He, Fangraphs currently, I know it's a very small sample size. I realize that has him as the number two most valuable player in Major League Baseball already, as well as the number two defender uh, in center field. He is fucking amazing. I, I, I mean, he is, the, he is, if there's no other reason to tune into White Sox baseball, like as a fan, if you didn't give a shit about the White Sox, I'd probably watch them just to see, watch his at-bats. Like he, he's nuts. He is so fucking good. Their entire lineup's really good. The um, they're the first. This is weird. First major league baseball team in history to have four Cubans leading off uh, one through four. So that's that's just a little tidbit for your bingo <laughs> card, guys. Uh, and but I think it's good. Like I I love the fact that they have so many Cuban born baseball players that are thriving in Chicago because I think it's it's a competitive advantage that the White Sox have when um with that international pool money where they can drive some of that talent continue to drive some of that talent to the south side because you know as we've seen in past seasons they don't exactly open the wallet for those huge you know manny machado type free agents so um all good in the south side minus ricky renteria and his boyfriend nicky delmonico get him out of Get him off the roster. Send him to Schaumburg. Get him away from Ricky Renteria, Rick Hahn. God damn it. I don't mean to be... It's not Nicky Delmonico's fault that he sucks. It kind of is. But get him out of here. I don't want him as an option for Ricky to put him in. Just... God damn it. I'm still fired up. If you follow at Zero Dykes on Twitter, you can follow my rant. I was furious when they played the Indians and he was in the second game of the fucking doubleheader, just coming up every time there was a big instance and he fucked up every time. Ugh, I got to let, should I let it go, Dan? I should probably let it go. Uh, you beat me to the punch. I was going to say, if you follow at zero doinks on any of their social media, but especially on Twitter, you can clearly tell that Bill's a bit more tapped into it than I am because it's nothing but a line eye hype talk <laughs> and <laughs> Nikki Delmonico <laughs> shit talk. So, uh, yeah, I 
I get it. I get it with Renteria. I mean, even from afar, I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Uh, I do have a question for you, though. When is Eloy yeah. going to stop running into walls? Uh, I know. That is the one negative outside of starting pitching inconsistencies and, you know, Rick Renteria still being employed. Um, yeah, uh, he is a terrible left fielder. There's just no getting around it. He needs to be a DH sooner than later. You'd, you'd hate to think that, all right, he's 24 or whatever he is. He already has to be a DH. But I guess Frank Thomas was pretty young when he started doing that too. But, no, he scares me. It's like he doesn't understand what a warning track is apparently. He certainly doesn't understand that walls are hard. <laughs> and he loves jamming his head right into them. Um no, I I hate it. I'm so glad he didn't get a concussion or worse. Uh, he's lucky. The Sox are lucky, but I love watching him hit so much. Like I, I could do that nude. Just watch him hit. Um, <laughs> I I could watch La Pantera hit. I could watch freshly called up Nick Madrigal hit. So he went 0 for eight his first two games, and all of a sudden he rattled off four hits yesterday i love that little guy he is tiny he's adorable that dude all he's gonna do is hit fucking baseballs and get on base oh i love the white Sox so much oh my god oh, i need a new pair of pants i back to eloy in the in left field i mean i, I wouldn't be discouraged i mean schwarber was absolute trash for years out there and he's really improved i mean he's okay nobody really talks about the dh thing anymore and he's He's an everyday left fielder now, so I wouldn't be too worried about that. You just need to worry about Thank him you. not getting like seven concussions yes. uh, in this shortened season. But That's fair. I have a question for you, Dan Doinks. Yep. Uh is Chris Bryant okay? Is he playing tonight? He was sick. He kinda he pulled himself away, like quarantined himself. Is he okay? Do we know? Yeah. Just uh little yes. It was scary yesterday. He is batting leadoff okay. tonight. Good. He is playing. Good. Uh, it right. just turns out he just had a bit of a rumbly tum-tum and Ooh. had just explosive diarrhea, which was pretty much what the team said. He just had he had the shits. And <laughs> I, so do, he, I do kind of love during these COVID times where it's like you almost have to over-explain that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Too, right? It's like, no, no. Yeah, Chris Bryant just was on a toilet just absolutely shitting blood for the last 48 hours. He's fine, though. It's not COVID. He's fine. It sort of follows the same line. I think we've talked about this on air when people die, like even celebrities, and you have to wait to see if it was COVID. Like Wilford Brimley, was it COVID? Yep. Was it diabetes? What was it? I don't know. But we're all waiting to hear the final results of that. So yeah. it's sort of the same thing, yeah, with these baseball players. It's like, oh, he was he was pulled, and it's like, ah, COVID. It's giving him the shits. But how about uh, you know what I mean? Or you could just pull <laughs> wait, us. wait, 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 Here, okay, real quick. Okay. okay. Win, uh, Winford Brimley. Um, yeah, it it could have been diabetes, but do you think bottom line? Do you think he gets buried in a cocoon or a coffin? <laughs> Doesn't the cocoon make him younger? Am I, do I have that right? Oh, I think that might be right. Yeah. Like kind of a sneaky, decent movie, if I remember right, that I watched as a kid that I feel yeah. like I shouldn't have. Yes. Like uh, it was like old people getting naked and getting in a pool. I was going to say, these, yes. And, and, uh, and then they're like, they're good to go. Is that right? 
Yes, I was just picturing a shirtless Winfred Brimley, and I wasn't sure if it's like what I wanted to picture or if it's something I've actually yeah. seen. Wasn't there a basketball scene of them playing like shirts versus skins? And I think I think he may have done an alley oop. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't I don't remember that, but he was that. All right, was that movie in the eighties? Like I think eight, so, late eighties. He was like ninety years old then. Yes. How old was he when he died? He had to have been at least 120. At least. At least. Uh, did he do oatmeal commercials too? I feel like he yep. did. Yep, he did. He did. Diabetes. Yep. Um, anyway, yeah, sorry, R- didn't mean R- to interrupt. R.I.P. Um, yeah. I, I sort of lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> all this, all this <laughs> cocoon talk. You know what's funny? You interrupted me. I I knew exactly you were going to Cocoon. Is that weird? That we ha- no. we might hang out too much. And uh, I knew when you were going to talk about celebrity deaths that it was going to be Winford Brimley. Win- so there you go. Winford? Isn't it Wilford? Oh, I don't know. I don't I really think- care. It is, okay, done. We're done. Moving on. Britt Brit Whitfield? Isn't Brit it? Whitfield. Is that his name? Yeah. Yes, Mitt Whit Merrifield. He's playing against oh. the Cubs tonight. Uh, yeah. No, what oh, I, I remember what I was going to say, you know, my favorite move so far is uh, Cespedes yesterday just disappearing, just just absolutely disappearing, and then just saying, yeah, I'm opting out after he had already just moved back home. I mean, that guy, could he be a bigger knucklehead? No. he. Uh, that's a guy that the White Sox should be grateful that he took Mets money and not White Sox money. I think they made a mild run at him. So, yeah, he... He's not that great, is he? He's always kind of been overrated. If but, I don't, I don't no. have, I don't have stats to back this up, but he feels like a contract guy, like uh-huh. contract yeah. year, just gonna turn it up, get a big contract, and then just shit the bed. Does that happen anymore? That's an NBA move. That used to be an NBA move. It used to be. Yeah, I'm not sure that it. I think that's a fallacy now, but I do think it was. Yeah, back in the day, it was oh, you gotta. Even in football, you got to grab that guy in fantasy football because it's a contract year. But every every year is a contract yeah. year in the NFL. Jesus. But this is Hams and Ted. This is baseball talk. And one thing that really hurt my heart today was finding out that the fucking Cardinals ruined the Field of Dreams game for the White Sox. Yeah. It was originally going to be White Sox versus Yankees. Of course, the Central doesn't play the East, but... So a change to the Cardinals should have been the Cubs all along. Should have been yep. Sox Cubs. Um, they called it off. They they said because of logistics. What you didn't cut down a couple extra corn cobs? You fucking assholes. No, I'm sure it had to do with their with their breathing COVID down each other's throats, like you like to say. Fuck you, St. Louis. Fuck you. Yeah, they can't stay out of. There are maybe not enough casinos around the Field of Dreams there for the Cardinals players to hang out with. Yeah, no, I'm not surprised. Cardinals are gonna ruin everything for for the ruin the fun for the rest of us because they're fucking dumb bitches. I don't. I, what do you think? This the team that's gonna win the World Series is just the ones who don't get the most sick, right? Yeah, Cubs. I think Cubs so. are on a. I mean, Cubs are the only team it seems like that seem to have their shit together, which which will not last. I'm not even gonna say. I hope it lasts. Like somebody's gonna get sick. And it's just, it's going to happen. I mean, I don't know. That seems impossible, even in Chicago. And I don't know. I don't know. They're just, they're not traveling a lot yet. It's going to happen. So, yeah. fuck. Okay. Fuck. I just enjoy it while it lasts. I do feel like 
every time I listen to the radio, they're all like, baseball, is baseball going to be done tomorrow? It's like, part of me just thinks, I feel like it should just be like just chop out each team that has a huge outbreak and let's just see who let's just have this be the playoffs basically like all right marlins you fucked up you're gone cardinals gone let's just let's just see where it goes from here i know that's i'm joking i'm not you know trying to make light of uh of the disease or how it affects these people but at the same time, don't ruin the fun for everybody. They're, most of the teams are fine for the most part. Besides, yeah. most I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. I just yeah. I feel like an asshole for even having just said that, even though I'm half joking. Well, I mean, this is the thing too: is they're just changing the rules on the fly as well with double headers. But we're gonna play seven innings, and I, I didn't think about this. Are both like if you play a double header, are they both seven innings then? Yes. Or is just one, not the back end of both seven innings. They're so, both. So, I mean, we're just going <laughs> to, and we're not going to get all these games in. I don't know. Like, there's going to be outbreaks. There's, how are you going to get Marlins playing enough games? And the Cardinals are going to go almost a full week without playing games. They're going to be a full week because they've already punted on their games this week until this weekend. And yeah, so. And- wasn't that the point of the taxi squad to basically be like, okay, we understand that most of your roster has to quarantine. We're going to bring yeah. these guys up from this neutral spot and play. Cause that's what they do in soccer. Like right. what the fuck's the point of the taxi squad then? I have no I, idea. I, yeah. It's stupid. Cause yes, it puts you at a disadvantage, right? It's mostly major leaguers or like those or minor leaguers rather, or like those four a type prospects or those old bastards like not jason right. kipnis he's he's in the majors now but but guys like that right so right but it's like wouldn't you if you're a cardinals fan wouldn't you rather see that and at least have those games played and then yep. theoretically the rest of your team comes back healthy relatively soon i don't quite understand that i don't either you're exactly right that's what that taxi squad was supposed to be for and they're not utilizing it all they're just like oh someone's sick shut it down and and it's but once again like i guess you don't want to spread it to and it's the cardinals i think the majority of its staff members i don't even think it's all players so i i fuck it's all you can say it's fuck fuck do you think is is whitey herzog is it his fault He's dead, right? Of COVID? So. Of of uh, Cocoon. <laughs> he kind of looks like Winford Brimley <laughs> without the mustache. <laughs> Did I fuck up his name again? Wil- Wilford Brimley, I believe. God. I'm Why not can't positive, I... though. I, yeah. The I, hams I, are a-slapping, don't come a-slapping. It's true. Uh, you had mentioned something in your in your pre-show notes. Yes, occasionally we do have notes. Shocking, based off of if you've ever listened yes, to us. Very shocking. Fifty-fifty uh, tickets online for the yeah. Cubs and the yeah. Sox. Uh, have you partaken? I've not. Does this excite I was, you? Okay. I, I wanted it. Does it excite me? I love a good fifty-fifty in person. But I I don't know that I've ever met anyone that's won a fifty fifty at a Bulls game, a Hawks game, Sox Cubs. Have you ever met anybody that's won those? No. Are we? Do we think there's a scam going on? Yeah, I think they're. I think it's not real. But I'm gonna be honest. I'm still tempted to do it online. 
when <laughs> just during a random Cubs game and they just right. rattle off a 50-50 number they know nobody has. I mean, how do you verify that? I don't I don't know how do you, how do you open the books on that one? I don't know, but Len Casper will absolutely sound like Kermit the Frog when he lets you know that you've won. Kind of sounds like Kermit a little are bit. Are you? Yeah. Are you not a Len Casper? Uh, no, fan? I like him. I like okay. him a lot. All I right. just, I'm just making fun of his voice. Uh, three and two. Hi uh, uh. ho, <laughs> Kermit the Frog. Shit, I hadn't really noticed that, but now that you're doing it, I can see. I can kind of see it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? He plays a mean bass, I believe, too. Or is What's it guitar? He? I don't know. He's one of those. I'm not a big instrument guy. What's the hawk up to these days? Uh, I think I think he's teaching Coach Cuse's kids how to play golf, from what I understand, based off of a recent text thread that we were on. <laughs> God damn it, Jesus. his hands are slapping. Jesus Christ. Good to see Hawk is out in the uh, Naperville area teaching golf, and shame on Coach Cuse for letting his children get close to that one-eyed bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great point great point also rest in peace ed farmer yes. um yes covid big mm, i think the cocoon got him okay r.i.p r.i.p <laughs> r.i.p this has been hams and ted coming up next fans and eggs coming back next segment see you then chris bryant diarrhea well, the pen is dry, but my hams are soaking wet. You know a good lie has got some fans and eggs in it. I've waited my whole life for a chance to hear a segment with their fans while I suck on my beer. From Topeka to Maine, from Tokyo to Spain, we all want you here. We want you all here. From New York to Fort Wayne, by Greyhound or by train. I guess I'll keep waiting, waiting for fans and eggs. Welcome to Fans and Eggs. This is a new segment where we serve up a hot plate of conversation with Bears fans from across this great country of ours. Today's special fan is Mark Hammond who is from Fayetteville, North Carolina. He joins us pretty much in the middle of a hurricane. Thanks for joining us, Mark. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Oh, we are doing great. Thank you for taking time out. I hope you and your family are safe. Uh, is it supposed to hit the shores tonight? How far are you from, from the water? I'm about an hour and a half away. It shouldn't be too bad. It's just a tropical storm. So I don't That's even know what's involved in any of that. You like board up your windows? <laughs> That's a thing, right? Uh, I think they do it around here. I'm from Florida, so we're we're kind of used to this kind of stuff. Are you so Florida? You, you're from Tampa, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I don't know if you listen to the first ever Hams and Eggs, but brother Dave and I, when we worked for NFL Europe, we lived in Tampa for about a month during uh, training camp. This is 2002. Uh, we got super weird in Ebor City. There's a place called like banana joe's or touch my banana or something i don't remember what it was do you, does this ring a bell ring a bell sorry i don't know what happened to my voice there i got emotional just thinking about it no i don't i don't remember that i went to school in ebor but i left when before i turned 21 so okay. i never really saw any of that stuff 
All right. Did you, uh, well, it, just to circle back real quick, because I was talking to Brother Dave earlier today. He, I don't know if you remember the story, either of you guys, Dan or Mark, but uh, Banana Joe's is best known for two Carolina uh, Panther cheerleaders for getting arrested for assaulting somebody there. Do you remember that? Yeah, like that's vaguely familiar. Yeah, they're getting they're getting frisky with each other in a bathroom, I guess. And somebody was like, "You're taking too long. What's going on in that stall?" And I guess they just beat the shit out of that woman after after that happened. Pretty classy. So that's that's my memory of Tampa. Uh, I believe I called it a literal asshole and i apologize for that mark on your behalf or were you born and raised there no i was born in georgia but i moved to uh tampa when i was about one so i most of my life there before i came here you walk us through how you became how you become a bears fan my family's from uh kankakee so my my grandpa was born and raised there and he joined the army and left but they went back and uh my dad was born there and then they just all moved down to florida Stayed Bears fans, and uh, Bears, Bulls, White Sox, Illini, all those. Ooh, Illini too. I knew, I knew from your Twitter handle you were a White Sox and a Bulls fan. I did not know Illini, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. I, can we be best friends? I think, I think we just became best friends. <laughs> I'm open for it. All right, there you go. There you go. Um, and Mark, is it true you're also an active duty member of the Air Force? Do I have that correct? Yes, yes. All right. So first of all, thank you for your service. Second of all, is that a trite expression? Because I, I never know what to say in these situations. Like, what, what would you want to hear as an active serviceman? Nothing at all. I don't, uh, I don't do well with thank yous. I just I don't feel like I'm doing much, so. Well, you're doing a lot more than either Dan or my dumbass. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that right now. Um, well, that's. I mean, that's that's very nice. What what influenced you to to join the military, and was it always going to be Air Force for you? Uh, it was always going to be Air Force, just because my my grandpa and my dad were both Army, and they just always said go Air Force. And uh, I just we had kids, me and my wife, and I decided to join. Um, and here I am. Uh, do you think over, people overseas that are serving overseas would like this red hot show? Because Dan and I are very open to doing like a USO tour. That's what we want to do. <laughs> I'm sure as long as they're Bears fans, they will be. There you go. There who's you go. Uh, at, at Air Force? Who's your biggest rival? Do you have to have a rival? Like I feel like Army <laughs> hates Navy. Does Air Force hate like the Coast Guard? No, it's pretty much Air Force Army. Um, in terms, of, so how long have you flown planes? <laughs> Never flown a plane oh. before. <laughs> oh, all right. So you're different. So what is your responsibility in the Air Force? I just do personnel, um, admin type work, human okay. resources. But that's too. It's. I was going to ask if you're a big shut down the engine and do a corkscrew guy, but I guess. Uh, <laughs> I guess I, I shouldn't have been so presumptuous. Do you get free jet rides? This is like the, these are like the dumbest <laughs> Air Force questions ever. Uh, no, there's a program you can like sign up for. You can uh, get free rides as long as there's a plane going to that location. Who's, the, who's our biggest rival uh, from the U.S. Air Force perspective? Is it Russia? No. <laughs> I don't even know, to be honest. I don't handle any of that stuff. I just uh, paperwork all day. 
I think it's Canada, personally. It's got to be Canada. I do, too. That's a good call. As anyone with internet access knows, like, kneeling during the national anthem has been a hot topic since Colin Kaepernick did it, right, like four Mm. years ago. And you have a more legitimate perspective on this than either Dan or my dumbass. Uh, What was your reaction back when he first did it? And has your perspective changed or kind of what I'm curious from from somebody that is in active duty? Um, At first, I think I was a little bit surprised to see it because I've never seen it before, but I was never really upset about it. It's kind of uh, I don't think many veterans are. I mean, that's what America is all about is protesting and sticking up for uh, injustices that are going on around the around the country it's always been about making it better so most people that serve don't have a problem with it um i think it's more people that don't serve that are patriotic that are getting upset about it yeah do you think that's a majority position of all armed force members or is it is it kind of different between army navy air force coast guard and canada (laughs) I mean, from who I've talked to, it is. I, I haven't really met anybody in the military that really cares if they kneel or not. Uh, if you're just joining us, this is Fans and Eggs, and we are in the middle of a red-hot conversation with Mark Hammond. Uh, Hammond, are you related to Ham's Beer in any way? No, I'd never heard of that before I uh, listened to your guys' <laughs> show. You've never had a Ham's Beer before? No, they don't, they oh. don't sell that down south. Bill, we gotta, mm. we got to do something about that. We do. We've got we've got some pull, so we we definitely definitely need to do that. Um, I saw on social media that one of your children has the middle name Mac. Please tell me that that is a tribute to Khalil Mac. It is. It yes. Yes. He uh, he was born at ten twenty three, and I had a deal with my wife. If he, if he pushed out till ten fifty two, we were going to name him Mitchell Mac. <laughs> um, probably a good thing that he. He came early, though. That's great. Do, <laughs> you dodged do you have, a bullet there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You did. Do you have, um, being that you're so, I, I think I've looked at a map, good for me. You seem reasonably close to Chapel Hill. Do you have, has that influenced your opinion on Mitch when he came out, or did you not live in North Carolina yet before they drafted him? I was down in Tampa when they drafted him. Okay. Was it, is it weird to live in an area like Tampa being a Bears fan and, um, probably one of the few down there although there might be quite a few transplants from from the midwest but is that weird to like like around here we just we bullshit with packers fans nonstop. you probably don't have that same back and forth being down there yeah it's uh tampa's kind of a melting pot of uh, sports fans you don't get a lot of diehard tampa fans most people there that's their second team my favorite thing about tampa besides banana joe's was um it, it was a restaurant called Latitudes that was in the main sale hotel. They had the best chicken sandwich I've ever wrapped my mouth around. Have you ever been there? And if not, why? Never heard of it. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's both answers right there. Okay. All right. That's, that's fair but disappointing. If you ever, do you still have family in Tampa? And if so, hopefully that place is still in business and not covered in COVID. I'll, uh, I'll check it out when I go back. Okay, sounds good. You, uh, I also saw on social media that you, when the schedule came out, you predicted the Bears are going to go 10-6. and six. Do you still feel confident now that you've seen Nick Foles' bucket hat? 
if Nick Foles starts, I think they can win 11 or 12 games. If if Mitch starts, who knows? They could win 12 or, or 6. I don't really know what to expect from that. Awesome. That's fair. Yeah, I think that's. I think Dan definitely shares that, and I yeah. reluctantly do as well. What? Let me ask you this, Mark. Uh, last year's tight end crew. Who was your least favorite player, and why is it Adam Shaheen? <laughs> um, yeah, Shaheen was a. Uh, if he could have just not gotten hurt when he made the catch every time, he could have <laughs> been pretty good, but. I fear now that he's gone, he's going to turn it around and stay healthy. That seems like a Bears thing to do. So, no, nah, not a chance. So, I'd, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would bet. I would bet all of the chicken sandwiches at the restaurant Bill mentioned that that will not happen. He stinks. It's Latitudes for the record, which hopefully we get a sponsorship for fans and eggs from Latitudes in Tampa. I think that would make a lot of sense. Um, Mark, have you? So you said your family was from Kankakee originally. Have you been? Have you been to Chicago ever or recently? I'm not tracking very well. Go to Chicago basically just to see White Sox games. Uh, I went to a preseason Bears game once. Um, that was when they had Jordan Lynch um, <laughs> trying out for the team. So we went there and uh, yeah, just twice. But I hope to go back once once all this is over. Mark. Uh... Can you give us a Sox prediction for this year? Um, I'm hoping at least a playoff spot, um, a World Series within within three years. I think is is fair. Um, I'm hoping for two, but yeah, I think uh, definitely playoffs, and they could they could make a run this year. Who's your Who's your least favorite baseball team growing up in Tampa? Do you hate the Rays by default because they're an AL team? <laughs> No, I, I liked the Rays because we, we would go to a lot of games, and I was young when they went to the World Series, and we went to a game there. And I always I root for the Rays. Um, probably my least favorite would be the Cubs. Um, sorry, but God damn just, it. just grow up learning to hate the Cubs, especially when you're not in Chicago and you don't know a lot of Cubs fans. It's been awesome having you, man. It's been fun interacting you with you on Twitter and we appreciate you joining us for the second ever Fans and Eggs. How'd you find us, by the way? How'd you find this Red Hot podcast? Do you remember? Because it must be a holiday in your life, I'm sure. It was uh, before last season. I was bored of listening to the same old, you know, Bears podcast where everyone's talking about, oh, maybe we can win eight games this year. And I, I just wanted to hear fans talk. And I just typed in Bears and on Spotify, and then I – about the twenty second one down, you guys were there, and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, what you really caught your ears when we were saying Mitch should be like top ten in the quarterback tier. You're right, like, oh, yeah. these guys are delusional. I like them. Yeah, predictions of fifteen or sixteen wins at least. That's uh, that's what I'm going for. I want to hear the there you go, you know, the fans' perspective. Nice. Well. We, we apologize for, for all the time you've spent listening to us, but we do appreciate it and uh, hope that you continue and, and uh, hopefully your family stays safe in, in Fayetteville with uh, what appears to be a pretty weak hurricane, but it's pretty impressive that you just said, you know what, I know that there's a hurricane going on. I'm still going to jump on with zero doinks tonight. So thanks, Mark, and thank you for your service. We really appreciate it, man, and uh, hope you keep listening. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Mark. This 
Spend fans and eggs. See you next segment. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero dykes! Yes. Yes. Zero dykes! Yes. Come on. Go. Zero dykes! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes! Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! Welcome back. It is time for America's favorite gambling segment, Hams and Bread, where we talk about all of the monies we can print here in the state of Illinois now that we can gamble on sports legally. Dan, recently, Governor Pritzker said... You must, you must go to a casino if you want to register for a sports app. Now, that was the original law in the state of Illinois when sports gambling was rolled out in March. But then COVID times, he said, no, you can just just download the app. You can download, you know, you, you, you throw some cash in it from your phone. That reverted. That pissed me off. Did it piss you off? What was your reaction? Tell us more. Yeah, and it was pretty obvious that Rivers uh, wields a lot of power at the state level, right? Because the minute DraftKings bought the Casino Queen in East St. Louis, they stepped in and told JB, nah, nah, you got to roll that shit back. We can't let our Chicago peeps uh, be using DraftKings here because they found a loophole. It pissed me off. It was That's bullshit. And it's still unclear if I, I think I may have registered just in time. I, I emailed them. Because I have a DraftKings account from playing Daily Fantasy, and I think they just needed a copy of my ID. And I emailed them. I was like, "Hey, can I still register with like not do it in person?" They're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just send us your ID." So I may have just gotten scammed. Someone has my identity, uh, or I actually was good to go at DraftKings. But that was fucking bullshit. And it seems like there's more. There's more competitors out there. I think William Hill. Uh, came out today they they just opened a in-person book in elgin mm-hmm. it's at the grand victoria um but similar thing so rivers really you know they jumped out in front of it immediately and put the kibosh on that which is which is bullshit uh but i'm clearly not as upset as about all that as joe ostrowski is i mean that guy needs to take a deep breath and just relax just a touch. I like, I don't want not to go off on a Joe Ostrowski tangent here, but I like that guy. I mean, he gives us good updates on the sports betting in Illinois, but it's very skewed just towards his general anger, and it's specifically around golf, uh, golf lines not being up quickly enough on rivers. He's like, right, we need an explanation. Like, Joe, are you... You are you have like an inside guy on fucking golf, you know, three three ball or whatever the fuck you call it. Like, there's real sports going on right now. Why are you bitching about fucking golf? That's like me still trying to bet on EPL. Get out of here. I'm not doing that. Those guys still stink, by the way. But I think all this is is it's bullshit. And I'm mostly upset because Rivers still doesn't have uh, an actual app in hand, and it's still the fucking desktop version or whatever you want to call it that sucks so i like there's going to be competition it seems like it's coming sooner rather than later it's just the registration piece is they're they're grasping at straws to keep people and 
I will drive to Elgin to get a William Hill account <laughs> and go in in person. But Joe also, I'm back to Joe Ostrowski. He apparently is all up in my head. You know, he's he keeps running it in circles like, oh, we, we, we're, we're not going to send our children to school, but you're going to send people into a casino to register for sports sports betting. And I'm like, you know, Joe, that's kind of not the same thing. Kids need to go to school. I don't need to bet on a fucking, you know, golf tournament in Cleveland, Ohio. I don't need to do that. So he needs to relax. I love that there's going to be more competition because Rivers, you suck. What What are your thoughts? Yeah, it. I got an email from DraftKings. I'm sure it was personal. I'm sure it wasn't, you know, um, it wasn't aimed at everybody that has a DraftKings account. I think it was specific to me um, <laughs> that basically said, yeah, hey, come on down to, is it East St. Louis? Where East is that St. the Louis. sports book that they bought into? Yep, like, we'll it. give you an, we'll send you another email the second that you can come and register at this casino and we will give you whatever the bonus is. Well, that's very confusing for a number of reasons, not the least of which is I already downloaded your app. I think I'm good. I think I could deposit because I think it, I beat the deadline. So I think technically I could deposit money into it as Rick Fieldsman did. That's also very confusing. We'll touch on that in a sec. Um, I don't think I have to go to St. Louis unless the state of Illinois is completely just fucking me over. I love you, East St. Louis. You've had a lot of great basketball players come out of there that have gone to the University of Illinois throughout time. I love you for that. I don't want to drive down and give them like 83 wet dollars to <laughs> to put in my account so I can get like a 50% bonus. That's not happening. I th- Their app does seem good. Um, I fucked around a little bit. I thought I could almost place a bet. They still have like $9 of my hot cash from Daily Fantasy. Um, it's But Rick Fieldsman, okay, to go back to Rick Fieldsman, he was watching the Blackhawks this past weekend, and I can only assume was completely wasted. And he deposited upwards of twenty five hundred dollars into the account, and I think it. I think they took it, didn't they? It's yeah. very confusing. I don't. I don't know what's going on. First of all, Rick, love that you're throwing that much cash into an app love it i respect the hell out of it and he was trying to get some sort of magic bonus off of that i don't know if they're doubling his money or whatever but um it's it's confusing could he use it could he gamble at some point on that app i don't know do you know dan can you clarify this did joe ostrowski tell you (laughs) no i don't know that i heard from him but you can definitely deposit money and especially like DraftKings. i think they're just using the same model as their daily fantasy sports you can definitely deposit money and i think it says right on the app it's like hey illinois we're we'll be live soon and i think they're just waiting for the state to like give them the final thumbs up which i don't know when that when that will be so rick will be good to go and i think it could be it could be any time i actually asked joe i don't know if you saw it i asked joe on twitter when he'll be ready and i don't think he knew but he said just very soon because there's also um another there's another company coming in, Points Bet or something along those lines, and they're going to be operating out of Arlington Racetrack. Uh, there's they're they're operating out of OTBs in the area, so that's going to be their in-person registration. There's for, around us. There's one uh, 
There's Oakbrook Terrace has a OTB where you can register as well. So there's going to be some good competition, but because I did the same thing with FanDuel, I maybe had a bunch of drinks and I got duped by a commercial that FanDuel was going live soon. So I immediately deposited cash, then found out I have to be in Indiana to actually use it. <laughs> it took me it took me like a week to get my money back. Ugh. So it took me, they were like, you can't pull it out yet because we gave you like a $10 Ooh. bonus. I'm like, Ooh. okay. You've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Foles never heard that. So... Uh, yeah, Rick's going to be good to go. I, it's actually, I didn't know he was rich. I know. I was very impressed. I uh, wonder if he sold his mobile home. Congratulations, Rick. Yeah. Thanks for pouring it all into into DraftKings and still waiting on that podcast. Yes, yeah, right. Who's, I'm not listening to it. Fuck the EPL. Just kidding. I'll listen to it, Rick. Speaking <laughs> of that Blackhawks game. Uh, I had been hearing I don't I don't know shit about shit with hockey, but I've been hearing that the Blackhawks are every game you need to bet the over, and the over under was what was it six six and a half goals, and the I think it was six I don't know I bet the over and it was it hit the over almost immediately the Hawks just <laughs> I think the Hawks covered the over themselves. I think it was like 11 goals, something insane like that. So if you want a tip from me that I heard from the radio, Blackhawks overs, lock of the century, click to pick. Nice. I think that's the first gambling advice we've given out on <laughs> hams and bread. That's great. Mark that down. Let's let's follow it. I actually, um, not to correct you there, I believe I said take Cubs overs as well because their bullpen's going to be terrible. And that has been an absolute moneymaker because, yeah, they suck. No, I'd, I'd love to be corrected. So thank you for, for brushing up the record on that one. That's not a real phrase. You mentioned William Hill earlier that is coming to life in the state of Illinois. William Hill is going to be a moneymaker for us, but courtesy of Iowa Tim. Thank God the state of Illinois said, you know what? We're going to give you the ability to bet on college sports, except for colleges that are in the state of Illinois. So we had to reach out to a friend and say, you know what? Illinois basketball is back. It's coming up next segment. We'll talk about it. (laughs) Got to throw some hot clams on them winning the national title. There's a glitch in the system. They are undervalued. We can't bet on them here in the state of Illinois. Got to call Tim. We're in with Rory Doinks, Pat Doinks, you and me, on them winning the title next year, 60-1. to one. Oh, oh, feed me those $3,000. <laughs> did, did the odds change at all with the bushy-eyed bastard announcing he was coming back at Iowa? Don't know. Don't know if they improved or, I guess, worsened from a, from a gambler's standpoint. Probably. They probably did. Yeah, Iowa's still... We'll talk about it a little bit next segment, but um, yeah, they're still uh, top five in terms of um, uh, odds to win in, mm. in the country. So I don't know how much that changed. I think it changed a little bit. So oh. fuck you, Iowa. But yeah, thank fuck you, Tim. you, Iowa. Yeah, thank you, Tim. No, fuck yeah. you too. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good segue to the Big Ten Minute. Don't you, Dan? I think so. See you next segment.
bushy eyebrows. If you ever wanted to follow us, do it at Zero Doinks. Instagram at Zero Doinks. Twitter at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs. Wet, wet, wild. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. At Zero Doinks. Weirdest Big Ten minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> Big Ten minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm like pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. Simply the best roster Illinois has had. In at least 15 or 16 years. Oh, a Big Ten Minute. Oh, my God. Almost a one-year anniversary Big Ten Minute. Were, were we doing this right at the start? Big Ten we might minute? have. We episode doing? one or two. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, all right. Well, as you could tell the end of the last segment that Bill is very boned up with the recent Illini news. Gophers, uh, they might not have sports anymore, I'm not sure. But Bill, just just slap us with your Illini news. Yeah, I apologize if you don't care about Illinois, but you know what? You might just want to fast forward to the outro. Thank you also for allowing me to steal sound Io DeSumo from your announcement, as well as Jeremy Werner on uh Illini Inquire. I just kind of steal sound for some of these bumpers and sorry, not sorry, I guess. Um, anywho, if you miss the news, Illinois basketball is back. Iodasumo, Kofi Coburn returning for the 2020-2021 season, whenever that starts. Io's coming back for his junior year. He was a first team all Big Ten dude. He was expected to go to the NBA. But um, and he said, if not for COVID, he would have stayed in the NBA draft. Not he doesn't have COVID, I hope. But if not for the pandemic, um, Kofi Coburn, he was a Big Ten Freshman of the Year. He is returning for his sophomore year. He is currently in New York for a family matter, which made me very nervous that he was not going to come back to beautiful Champaign, Illinois. Uh, but no, he is coming back. He announced right after Iota. This was Friday night. I. I felt like I was on cloud nine. I, I, I'm such a dork that I have um, these text alerts from the aforementioned Jeremy Werner and his website, Illini Inquirer. If you're an Illini fan, subscribe to Illini Inquirer. You're going to get all the hot news. Um, so there's these text alerts, and I got one from Jeremy Werner. I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird. I looked at it and said, I.O., makes his NBA decision. I thought, oh, fuck, you just, you just ruined my dinner. And I clicked on the link, Io, coming back for year three. And I, I think I came. I think I came immediately. Um, and I think I came a lot. And I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm not. I'm not. Uh... Yeah. Why? I can I ask? You yeah. A question? Go ahead. Go ahead. His last name's Cockburn, isn't it? Uh, it it it's spelled like Cockburn. It's pronounced Coburn. He's Jamaican. 
and he is Jamaican me Randy. Um, then it should be Cockburn if it's making you Randy. It it could be it 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 should. Um, but no. Um, all I'm saying is I'm I'm very excited, as you can tell based off of that disgusting description by me. Um, so what does that do for the Alani's prospects going into next year? They're already boom top ten prediction from Gary Parrish of CBS. John Rothstein, is that his name? From CBS. Has him so. preseason seventh. Jeff Goodman, which wherever he works now, I think he's been fired everywhere he goes, but he has him ninth in the country going to next year. Some guy named Rob Douster for NBC Sports has him tenth. Sam Venice Venisi, he's um the athletics NBA draft uh guru. He's he's very plugged in. Uh he ha- he predicts the Illini will win the Big Ten next year, which kind of early prediction. You don't even know what the schedule is, Sam, but I love you. Uh, we mentioned last segment that Illinois, we got them at 60-1 to 1 in William Hill. They, on Bovada, they're 35-1 to 1 to win it all. The Iowa is 11-1. Fuck you, Iowa. Michigan's 14-1. to 1, Fuck you, Michigan. <laughs> Michigan State, 18-1. to 1. But we put down 200 clams to win 3000 apiece at $50 a piece for that wager. Thank you, Iowa Tim. Just want to thank you again, even though we hate Iowa. So I'm excited. As <laughs> you can tell, the, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Where, where were the Gophers' odds on there? Uh, they. I hate to break it to you, man, but I didn't. I didn't see him. I didn't hmm. see him. Hmm. That's Is that a mistake? Is that That's another unfor- glitch in the system? Unfortunate and not surprising. Have they? discussed how they're going to handle college hoops i've been pretty pretty far out of touch so io said in his zoom press conference that everything that he had gathered was it sounds like worst case and you hate to say that worst case for college basketball it would be conference play only okay. but that's that's his understanding coming back so no we'll see. no no turn i like i like that you're getting news from from him Yes, that that's same. That's your source. Yeah. That's my source. I'm sticking with um, it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the way college football is trending. No, they're just going to punt on bowl games completely then, huh? Is that how that, it's supposed to work for college that, football? Now that I think about it. I, it's, it's like the first time Illinois football's had a chance to make two bowls in a row. They better not punt on that. I want to go back to San Francisco for the Red Box Bowl. Oh, yeah, you guys were probably going to step it up to the Motor City Bowl this year. Watch your mouth. Sorry. Out, Outback champions. I don't know if you saw. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the Gophers, uh, somebody posted a screenshot on Illini Inquirer, because, again, I'm a huge dork, of Minnesota basketball fans talking about how good Illinois basketball is going to be this year. And I thought, I wonder if that's Dan Doik's pseudonym. Pseudonym? Pseudonym. On a Minnesota basketball <laughs> message board. <laughs> Just Dan Doig's at three in the morning posting about Rick Patino. <laughs> if I would, at three in the morning, I'm only talking about Rick Patino Sr. and what he could do in an Italian restaurant in downtown Louisville. Pump, pump, pump. And I'm done. Whoops. Speaking of coming. Um, Want to talk about Football real quick. Uh, it's been kind of yep. a bad off season for the Big Ten, hasn't it? Has it? I don't know. It's a bit. It's bad for everyone, right? Bad for Iowa. 
specifically though oh. for Iowa football a little oh, bit and, racist and yes the two of them not yes you got me going yeah Iowa in the uh put this in the least shocking news category super racist and Kirk Ferentz they're trying to spin that yeah he just didn't know these guys know fucking everything that the weight the 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 <laughs> What do I say? What, what, what am I yeah, like the strength and conditioning strength coach. Strength and conditioning right? coach. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The strength and conditioning coach, the biggest racist in the world. Everyone let it go on. And James Daniels was the one who kicked all this off. Good for yes. him. Yes. Bears lineman James Daniels, the one stepping out in front of this. And, uh, you know, it's funny that he Kirk Ferentz seems to be getting a pass on this. Yeah. Like He's just like, oh, I'm sorry. We'll be better. I'm sorry. But he's like the longest tenured coach. Like he knew this shit was happening. I think literally anywhere else, except maybe like Alabama, like Saban probably could get away with it. But you know they they fucking kiss Ferentz's butthole up and down forever. That he could literally he could murder someone right in the middle of Kinnick Stadium or whatever the fuck you call that, and everyone just be like, "Well, that's the Iowa way." <laughs> so. You know, shame on shame on them for just letting him get a pass there. But I feel like that's the general sentiment of Iowa folks that they're I think they sh- what was happening is how they share the views of the state. That's probably a terrible statement. But except for you, Tim, I give you shit. But you're you're a beautiful man. God bless you. But you are. Yeah. Any thoughts on Iowa before we go to the other school that has some problems? Uh, no, I, I feel like with Iowa, with Kirk Ferentz, I feel like how it's shaping up, they're just going to blame his kid for everything. I don't know. I think he's the offensive coordinator. I don't even know his name. And be like, yeah, he's he's the racist one, so let's just yeah, let's just put him on leave for at least a year, and yeah, we'll just brush it under the rug. He'll, he'll be able to come back after this whole COVID thing's done, and everything's great. Yeah, he's been there. Kirk has been there for, what, 20 years, basically? They know every college football coaches yeah, know, know everything. everything. Come on, what? Who else is in some trouble from the Big Ten, Dan? Uh, University of Michigan and Bo Schembechler. Schembechler. He came up this week that um, there's a lot of uh, ex-athletes, not necessarily just football, that they had a doctor who was doing a lot of diddling and fiddling, diddling and fiddling, like playing it like a fiddle. Uh, did you see that story? That yeah, I didn't. Ill? I saw the headline. I I'll be honest. I did not dive deep into the yeah. fiddling and diddling. It, it was another one of those scenarios where this doctor was getting real creepy with athletes across the board, and it was just sort of like a running joke that he was gonna. He'd come in and be like, "Ah, I think I rolled my ankle." He's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna check your prostate." <laughs> <laughs> oh oh! I think my. My hair is starting to fall out. Do you have any recommendations on uh, how to how to help me out there? Let me check your prostate. Whoops. I think I'm feeling a little dehydrated. Prostate. Uh-oh, I broke my arm. Prostate. It seemed to be a lot of that shit. And it was another scenario where, like, all these players are like, Bo Schembechler. I can't say his fucking name. He knew all this, and he just is like, shake it off, pussy. Shut up. Just shut up and dribble wrong sport but it's uh you know michigan also not looking good but i feel like that's another one where they're just like eh, whatever who cares michigan is that, is that uh dr michael jackson by any chance 
<laughs> and I think the doctor is dead now. I want to. I want to say like everyone involved is dead. So it's like, I think that's up Michigan's just be like, ah, we don't know. All those guys are dead. Who cares? You know, there's there's three people that I've always gotten confused. Uh, first person, Bo Schembechler. I get him confused with Whitey Herzog. Who I also get confused <laughs> with Winford Brimley. So um, I need you to clarify something for me, Dan. Has Winford Brimley ever checked your prostate? I I came to him with concerns about my diabetes, diabetes, and he absolutely said, "I want to check your prostate with some Quaker oats." How did the mustache feel on your? On your lower back. No comment. <laughs> this has been the Big Ten Minutes. <laughs> See you next segment as we wrap up this episode. Go Gophers, roll the boat, Sky Yuma. Closing out what has to be one of the weirdest episodes anybody's ears have ever witnessed. Hard to say. Uh, Dan, we talked about a few things last episode. I want to know, did you dip back into Unsolved Mysteries and watch the episode about the UFO situation? I hate to tell you I did not fulfill my promise there. And I apologize. Moving on. Uh, oh wait, I have I have I have a, another show to okay. ask you about, but do you want to move on first? No, 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 let's do it. Let's do it. So, I considered doing it Saturday night, but just kind of ran out of steam to fulfill my promise to get high and then watch the UFO. I I really want to make that happen. I didn't want to just be like, let's just pop on the UFO show. So, instead, I watched a movie called uncut gems have you seen it no is it about circumcision it might well funny More you should mention that uh what's a bri- bris brie bris is that a, where you circumcise a kid in the of the jewish faith yes i believe so okay well this movie is about a jewish jeweler in new york who has a gambling problem starring adam sandler <laughs> And Kevin Garnett, you know this movie? It was what? like, it got a decent amount of hype like last year. Kevin Garnett, like former Minnesota Timberwolves Kevin Garnett? Yes, playing himself in this movie of a, Adam Sandler's a New York jeweler, and he has a, a very bad gambling problem, and he huh. gets hooked up with Kevin Garnett. It was a weird movie, very intense. Um, I will say I was glad I wasn't high while watching that 
because okay. it, it was it was an uncomfortable movie. I watched it with Jordan Doinks, and she hate still is kind of upset with me that I made her watch it because it was just a lot of bad decisions. Um, so I was hoping you had have seen it to. I, I had some thoughts, but I won't no. spoil it for you. All right, sorry, so, I'm, I'm of no help. I apologize. It's on Netflix. Catch it soon. Okay. He's um, got, he's, he's got he's, his teeth. His teeth are a little off-putting. I'll say that. Okay. Sandler. Yeah. That's not Kevin Garnett. Let's no, clarify his that. Teeth, his teeth and his head it looks very smooth. Kevin Garnett. I, yeah. He he he's always had one of like the like it's very shiny always. Yeah. It's, it seemed. Yeah. Okay. If you have you ever shaved your head? I came close in high school when I played basketball, which is funny to think that I ever played basketball in high school. Um I my skull not attractive at all. Yeah, same. You I, I have did, you done that? Yeah, I have. I shaved it, not all the way down to the to the skin, foreskin. Uh, but it, yeah, it was very wavy. I have a wavy shaped head. Like I'm not meant to be a go all the way down to the Ooh. to the. Ooh. I almost said cuticles. Nope, that's fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> the hams are slapping. Yes, yes, yep. they are. So sorry uh, that got off the rails. No, no, no UFO show yet, but it's still in on my to do list. Well, the audience awaits breathlessly for for that your first opportunity to throw down some edibles and and watch that up. I can't wait, and I'm sure our audience can't either. Um, heard a rumor about you on a golf course this weekend. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, do you care to describe what might have happened on the back nine, so to speak? Uh, well, I shot poorly. Uh, Davy no behavior carried me. This was a this was a scramble. Uh, yep, Cog Hill course number one. That had never been to Cog Hill before. You you been you played it one time for a, a company event of Kristen Doinks, and I I don't know which course we played. I didn't play great. Okay. A uh, nice course. Not I was expecting it to be a lot harder than it was, but uh, two two man scramble. I think that's what we call that. Uh, so I think you're you're what you're getting at is uh, so we're on hole sixteen, course one, as I had mentioned. Beautiful clouds in the sky. It was bright blue. All of a sudden, it just started raining, like kind of a light light trickle, Dick Trickle, ex uh, Indy car racer. And then it just started fucking pouring, like just out of nowhere. Just the skies opened up. Never was like dark clouds, nothing. It was weird. And Davey No Behavy was driving the cart, and he could not figure out an angle to keep us dry. Like he kept turning the cart, I think, so like he was dry, but then I was getting pelted with rain, and I'd be like, we got to move this. He just couldn't figure it out. So. We kind of played through 16 through the rain, and uh, I was, and then the and then the rain kind of stopped because we're pulling up to 17. So I don't know the course etiquette out at Cog Hill, but my shirt was drenched and it needed to be, I needed to work some of the water out of it. So I just popped that bad boy off. So I played 17 without a shirt on. Um, <laughs> there's. <laughs> Here's the here's the worst part of it, Bill. 
is uh, 17's a par three. So I, I went out there with about a seven iron and uh, I like my hands were just soaking wet. So <laughs> I take I'm shirtless. Uh, Davey no behaviors filming me. So I take a I take a swing. I get a back swing and I come down to hit it. And I take like a four inch divot right behind the ball and the ball actually rolls backwards almost into the hole I just carved into the ground. So not one of my finer moments. It was caught on film. Uh, my tits were just hanging out. So I played the entire 17 hole shirtless on Cog Hill, on Cog Hill, at Cog Hill. And then I'm rolling up to 18 and we're getting near the clubhouse. I was like, I probably should put my shirt back on. So it uh, really made a difference, though. I feel like it aired it out just a touch more not being on my my gross body so uh i think that's what you were getting at and there it is yeah it's definitely what i was getting at i um that's the best golf story i've ever heard i i'm just trying to figure out like were you i don't know where to begin i don't know where to begin were you sitting in the cart soaking wet and it was your time to hit and you just said you know what i'm gonna pop this bad boy out and i'm gonna take my seven iron i'm gonna go out there or are you on the tee box and you're like i am so drenched i gotta get this shirt i want to know about when the audience saw your tits dan that's okay. when i want to know i got gotcha. you so it was pretty much i think we hung around the green at 16 in the cart when just like dave couldn't really figure out the direction to point the cart where we were both getting as you know less rain pelted on us as possible um so then it just kind of all stopped at once in the same manner that's just started the skies opened up just started pouring so it was as we pulled up to 17 oh you know what we went and stood in this little hut area very not covid friendly at least the four of us standing there we were all facing opposite like our backs were all to each other so we're blowing covid all over each other and that's when it stopped and we got out everyone uh joe doinks was there uh, another another gentleman i met named tom and he uh yeah he got to see my tits we had met like two hours before <laughs> so uh <laughs> so then i was like you know joe was like popping off his shirt because it was the the he had like two layers of shirts davy no behavior he's a avid golfer so he came prepared with a rain jacket what a weirdo and then i think tom had a jacket as well so i was like yeah you know what i'm just i'm just gonna pop this off so i popped it <laughs> off um i did i did lead off things for our group and just kept it off let those tits breathe and mm -hmm. made everyone a little nauseous was it um still pouring rain while you were shirtless no. about to hit it was not no okay, it was, it was not okay. it, it was done okay. yep because i was picturing like a I, i've never seen this movie but uh the notebook i was picturing <laughs> like you as ryan gosling and maybe davy no behavior as rachel mcadams just absolutely just getting soaked and probably ending up making sweet love somewhere I don't know. Well, that's that's gross. I don't know if you could top the Wilford Brimley, uh, you know, mustache on my tramp stamp comment from the last segment, but that was pretty gross. No, no, no. It was it was done by then. I mean, I was trying to just let it let it <laughs> sit in the sun a bit, if you will. 
Wait, just... do you you have a tramp stamp? I'll never tell. <laughs> okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. I do have a tramp stamp. You know what it is? What it's it's the entire Italian restaurant menu from the night when Rick Pitino two pump chumped that woman in Louisville's finest Italian restaurant. That's La La Marinara. I don't know. You, I made that up. <laughs> you have a large back, apparently. Yep. I was picturing um, the tramp stamp being of Jerry Kill. Just a picture. <laughs> Fuck that guy. That asshole. Why? No, I don't want to talk about Jerry Kill. Why not? Nobody loved Jerry Kill more than Jerry Kill. That was a terrible hire. I'm not going to make a seizure joke. Uh, <laughs> that, he, that clearly was a problem. But he was a big asshole about guys transferring and wanted transferring out. And that guy like has since bounced around to like 90 different schools and done it in like a real shitty manner every stop. So fuck that guy. He also uh, is he was boys with the big fat guy who followed behind him. Clay's who mm. also was like just an, uh, an apologist for guys who maybe had some sexual harassment stuff that eventually got him fired to which we now have PJ flex. So it all worked out. What um, are you getting laser surgery to get Jerry kill off of the small of your back? Or are you going <laughs> to, are you going to turn it into a different type of tattoo? And what would it be? Well, I already told you it's an Italian menu on my back, so I got nothing to get lasered off. If I did, I would just have Wilford Brimley take a look and give me an opinion. Maybe maybe of a cocoon. <laughs> Let me check your prostate out. I know you I know you walked in with a bloody nose, but I just gotta check out your prostate. I'm Wilford Brimley. Hi, welcome to La Marinera. Let me check your prostate. This is Louisville basketball. Louisville prostate. <laughs> oh, I want to thank our audience for for sticking with us throughout this almost full year of zero doinks. I want to thank Mark Hammond for being on the show tonight for fans and eggs. Uh, he did great. We appreciate you, Mark. Thank you for listening. We now have two states down: Indiana, North Carolina, taken care of we need 48 more raise your hand if you want to be on fans and eggs dan thank you for being a part of my life this last year (laughs) it's been memorable i still don't know this might have been a bad one for us but uh have we gotten better in the year i'm not sure if we have Uh, technologically we definitely haven't we have no have not uh yeah and i don't give a fuck but thanks for listening That sums that sums up Dan Dykes. I don't give a fuck, but thanks for listening. I give a fuck, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Dan also cares. Don't let yeah, him I fool do. you. He's no. he is a teddy bear. I do care. Thank you, Hams, for sponsoring. I could consistently forget to mention that. Follow us at Zero Doinks as well. Instagram, uh, no longer on TikTok because that got shut down by Trump. Uh, Twitter at Zero Doinks. 
if you want to see Bill rant about uh, Nick Madrigal and Ricky Renteria Delmonico, Nicky Delmonico, that's it, nailed it. Um, do that. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We love you. See you soon. Zedikes! Prostate. Oh, God.